Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
prophetic healing and miracles night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. was not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands is the path of sinners, nor sit in the seed of his covers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and is his love. He meditates day and night, he shall be like a tree. Planted by a stream of water, we shield his fruit in season. And whatever he does shall prosper. Oh Lord, you're a shield for me. Ja 
Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. Let him that glories glory in that they know me. Exercising love and kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. By wisdom, a house is built, by understanding, it is established. Wisdom is more precious than rubies and nothing you desire compares to her. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. Judgment and righteousness in the earth. I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. And in all of it get understanding I am the Lord Exercising love and kindness Judgment and righteousness Judgment and righteousness in the earth. In the earth.
everlasting king at your eyes the whole earth shall tremble you made the earth by your power it was created you established it by your wisdom holy 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 are you God? Holy, 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 are you God? Holy, holy, are you again?
mighty and powerful. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The Holy One. Our Good Shepherd. Jesus, you are the Son of God. You are Alpha, Omega, the beginning and the end. Lamb of God, we are here to honor you. You deserve all glory and honor. You are our bread of life. We hold you dear to our heart. Thank you for giving us the opportunity of gathering together. We don't take this lightly because it's all about you. You are the only true God. You are the one that protects us. Emmanuel, we call on your name today and ask you to be present during this podcast. We thank you in advance because people's lives are going to be changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Where there is turmoil, Father, we declare peace. Where there is confusion, we declare that you, the mighty God, will bring order, that your Holy Spirit will be real. None other than you can give us peace and joy. What precious it is to be in the company of your sons and daughters. It is a precious opportunity. We never have to ask, where are you, Lord? Because you, you Lord, live in us. You are inside of us. Lord, you know that I bring a new message tonight from you. 
I will always remember the time that you gave me the word covenant. And I wasn't sure, but in obedience, I share what you have given me. And tonight is another night. I don't understand it completely. But it is up to you as we plant the seed. That seed we will protect it. We will cherish that time with you. And as we sit in your presence, you will unveil the full meaning of what you have for us tonight. It is an honor to hear your voice. It is an honor to obey you. Lord, I thank you for every situation that we have gone through this week. It has been hectic, but you sustain us. You were the one that lifted my arms. You're the one that gave me the peace. And you were the one that had a way out. And I know that it was not just my experience, but it was everybody's experience this week. Thank you for giving us peace, for giving us direction. Because you are the only God. Lord, I pray that as we come into this new level that you are taking us, we rejoice and we are expecting blessings, abundance, peace, joy. Thank you for the new level. You will be there to support us, to give us supernatural strength, supernatural power. There is such a joy inside of me. And the only thing I can say is, it is a new day. It is a new day. But as the days goes by, 
you will give us clarity. For personally, I receive that new day. I receive the new season. I welcome this new era with peace, joy, and gratefulness. Mighty and powerful God, I pray tonight that it will be you, the one that is speaking through the Holy Spirit. That it will not be my words, Lord, because I am not clear in everything that you want to say to us. But I know who you are. And I know that if you're speaking, It is already done. Sorry for the times we miss you. Sorry for the times that you want to speak and we don't have time for you. Please forgive us, Lord. Not only of that, but forgive us for the things we have said that we should not have said it. The things we didn't say when you gave us the opportunity. But we rejoice today. We rejoice. Because those that you have called to be part of this ministry they will be in one accord with the vision. They will be ready to move forward and they will be joyful that you have chosen them. I am more than joyful, grateful that you have chosen me out of everybody else. Lord, and I pray that as we even continue doing for you what you have called us to do, that everyone in this ministry, and even those that are listening, will understand that every one of us as an assignment to fulfill. Lord, I might not be the best speaker to bring this message tonight, but you are. Don't let me forget anything that is important to us important to you. We rejoice the God of our salvation. Wonderful God. We 
you are a mighty king. You are the Lion of Judah. We celebrate you. We honor you. Speak, Lord. Because we will listen. Don't let me do things my way. Choose the one that has the agenda. You're the one that speaks. And you have full control of our lives. Even as we go into this new season, we're going to need you more than ever. Because it is something new. It is something that we are not expecting. And it is probably something we have never heard of. But we receive it. Because we want everything that comes from you. We desire that you will change us, that you will transform our heart. That we will be totally healed in our minds and bodies. that our only concern in this life will be to please you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your glory. This is the time for us to receive. This is the time for us to share our heart with Him, to celebrate the Spirit of God Because when we are in the presence and the anointing and the cloud is over us, it is the time when God will heal us. It is the time when by the power of the Holy Spirit, He will prepare us 
ਔਰ ਦਿਸ ਨੂੰ ਸੀ ਸੰਦਰਿਤ ਕਾਮੇ even though we don't know what it is but we know in the heart there is the no season deep inside my heart there is an expectancy that i haven't felt for many many years i believe that we need to change the way we think the way we do things the way that we see god the way that we see jesus this way that we see the resurrection all of this has to be our priority it's not about going to church it is more than that It is not about asking God for things. It is about taking him within our heart and not letting him go ever. It will be like if you had a little baby. You don't want anyone to take that baby from you. You just want to hold it close to your heart. And that is what Jesus is asking us to do. Many of us had Jesus far away from us. Many of us sometimes forget that he wants to speak many times we get so busy and it hurts him it really hurts him that he can be like a baby in our bosom listening to our heartbeat as we listen to his heartbeat this is what he's requiring of us for this new season because he can do everything for us this new season those that are not willing to leave behind their plans leave behind their money their desires and like a blind man follow Jesus you will not be worthy of moving on with him worthy worthy is the lamb is no longer where
my finances coming from? Where do I need to go? What about tomorrow? He just wants us to take this baby and keep it in our bosom, close to our heart. Because then you will not have need of anything. Many times we say that he will always be with us, that he will provide for us, that we don't need to worry about money, finances, family. And we know that is true, but one thing is to say it, and another thing is to believe it. And he wants us to believe it. that he knows everything that is in your mind, everything that is in the heart. But the only ones that are moving forward are those that believe no matter what. It's not about things. It's not about being comfortable. It's not about telling others how much stuff we have. It is just about surrendering to this new season that it's about to come. And not many, says the Lord, will pass on into this new season. Some people will think that they are in the new season but all of the sudden, you will see them vanish and there won't be an answer for He just want you and me for himself. The time is short, but the time is long. Because everything that we need to accomplish, God will give us the opportunity to accomplish it. So at the end, when you stand before me, says the Lord, there are no excuses. Even with this transfer of wealth that is coming, many people that have given, many people that have sown, they will not be part of this new harvest because their heart all along has been out of place. 
is never too late. Because today is the day of salvation. Be careful with your thoughts. Be careful what is in your heart. Don't allow the things of this world to put you out of balance. All of the sudden, what it is, it shall be no more. And you have missed the best time with me. You have missed the time of becoming every single day, learning what a husband is, because you are far from me. have said before that I wanted you to learn just you desire for us to see you as our husband and now today the message today is for us to see you as the Lion of Judah. Lord, be the one that is going to minister. Be the one that is going to speak. Don't let me say anything that is not pleasing unto you or anything that it is out of the time. Thank you, Lord, for I sit in this chair and everyone is in their home. I know that you work it best in you know. You are healing on. You are taking things out of us that will damage the rest of our lives. And I thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to visit in us. Thank you, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Lord, we pray for this world And we thank you in advance because we know that it is not out of control. Because this world, in spite of everything that is happening, and even though it looks like you're still the God of this earth and you're still in control, help us to see you as the Lion of Judah. Help us to see you as the King of Kings. So when the time comes, we won't have to fear because we already know you at a different level. 
I know this is so important to you, Lord, please help me bring the message. And because I don't know all the fullness of this message, of this teaching, of this podcast teaching, that you will reveal it to us as the days goes by. We trust you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray for everyone that is listening. For their families, Lord, mercy. For their jobs. For every situation they are going through. You are God. You want the best for us. Let your presence fall on us every day. Let us see you like we have never seen you before. Let us believe in you like we have never believed before. Help us to see in you the husband that is coming for the bride. We need you more than ever. And we thank you, Lord, for blessing everyone that is listening today, those that will be listening in the future. We just do what you tell us to do and we obey your God and you have everything under your control. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Welcome, 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 welcome. To God be the glory. Only to God be your glory. I'll start by sharing a testimony how this class came about. The Lord spoke to me about a lion, but I didn't pay attention. I didn't know what to say. I, I honestly, I didn't know. So I just stay with that picture of a lion in my mind. And I just kept asking the Lord and he said to me, order some lions. One thing I never do is ask. I just said, yes, sir. And I immediately ordered some lions. And today, I, God wants us to know Jesus as the Lion of Judah. I know that tonight we are going to continue with the anointing of the last days. But this is more important because 
It is fresh manna from heaven. And I pray that together, by the end of the podcast, we'll be able to figure out what the Lord is saying to us concerning the Lion of Judah. I feel that the same way that he said to us that we need to know him as a husband that is coming for the bride, I believe that what he's saying is that we need to know him as the Lion of Judah. And because I ordered this uh, little lions, it does not mean that the lion has any power, the one that we have in our, that I have in my hands. It's just that when we look at this lion and we learn that the characteristic of a lion and why he was called the lion of Judah, that we will trust in that lion in these last days. As we trust in this lion, we also need to become a lion because there will be no other way for us to survive what is ahead unless we understand what the Lord is saying. This is really, really prophetic for us tonight. One of the things that I believe with all my heart and what is in my heart and I believe it. It is that we need to learn to take dominion. And you know that the lion is someone that is going to take over in the world of animals. I believe that these days that are coming, and I don't know what God is saying, but for a week, I have in my heart, tell the people that is a new season coming, a season that is different to anything that we have seen before. And we know that many things are, but I don't think that this is in a negative way. I believe in my heart that God wants to prepare us and give us one more opportunity to do what we're supposed to be doing. I believe that the days that are ahead for this new season, okay, it is we need a greater level of power and authority if we want to take dominion. Last night, as I was preparing, I was saying, so what do we do with this little lion? And this little lion that represents him 
and it represents him because of the power and the characteristic of a lion that I am going to describe to you. And he said, they can, it's, it's, this is an, I anointed the lion. They all going to be anointed. And he said to me, tell them to put the, put it in their, um, altar. Maybe they want to, what the Lord, I felt he wanted to say is, he wants you to have access to this lion. Because every time that you look at this lion, there are two things that God wants you to come to, come to your mind. And this is, wow, I am becoming like a lion for the last days. Because God has called us to take dominion. But also, as you learn all of this about why the Lion of Judah, um, what the, symbolizes all of that, you will understand that it is not this little lion no, this doesn't have no power. The only one that has power, it is almighty God. No one else. But it is like he said, in, re in remembrance of the Lion of Judah that is about to come. With all dominion and all power. I think it is a beautiful lion, but let's just talk a little bit about what the Lord wants me to share with you concerning why the Lion of Judah. We're going to go to Proverbs 30, 30. Okay, let's just go. Okay, in Proverbs 30, 30 says, a lion which is mighty among the beasts and does not turn away from any. In other words, God wants us to see him as a mighty man of God and that he will not run away from anything or anybody. He's going to be there with us until the end. Why a lion of Judah? because he's a great leader and he will come back a second time to gather his sons and daughters. I want you to think about that. He will come back and gather our sons 
his sons and daughters. What does the Lion of Judah mean, symbolize? Through the tribe of Judah, the lion symbol came to represent blessings, majesty, and divine protection forever and ever for the Jews. The lion represent the sun, S-U-N. And Jesus represent the light of the world. He is a great destroyer of darkness. And Jesus brings light into the world. What does the Bible say about the Lion of Judah? And we're going to go to Revelation 5, 5. And Revelation 5, 5 says, But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep, because the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed, to open the scroll and to lose its seven seals. Why is he really called the Lion of Judah? Because Jesus triumphed over temptation, over sin, over pain, over suffering, over fear, over death, and over the devil himself. He is the lion who retreats before nothing. Where in the Bible does it say Jesus as a lion? Revelation again, five and six, six says, and as I look, we, we read five, so it says six, as I look and behold in the midst of the throne and for the four midst of the, um, and for the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though he has been slain having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirit of God sent out into all the earth. Okay, I am not gonna talk to you about the seven horns uh, because that's in the class that is coming. I don't wanna mention horns or anything like that because I don't want people to be confused. So I try to explain it uh, the best I can. So you will get the essence of what God wants you to know. So the lion of Judah. Okay, this is when we read Revelation 5, 5, it has to do with the second coming. Remember that. 
And the reason that he's called the Lion of Judah is because he triumphed over everything, and he will. Proverbs 28, 1, and I'm going to read that now. Proverbs 28, 1. It says, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. And who are the righteous? Those that are totally sold out to God. So we suppose God is calling us to be as bold as a lion. I still saying that, excuse me, that um, this is what where God wants to take us. We can no longer sit in the on the side and let everything comes and goes and we don't participate or we don't get involved. We need to call sin sin without fear, and that's why God is calling us to be bold as the lion. And this is, remember, this is for the days ahead. God is, you don't have no idea how this is so deep within my heart. Because I know that what God is telling to you today and to me, it is that we need to become bold as a lion. That we cannot fear the uh, faces of men. It says here, often, and it is true, we think as the as Jesus lamb, and you can find that in John 1, 36. The lamb is someone that is really tender, gentle, submissive. Okay, so it is easy for us to see Jesus as a lamb. But it is hard for us sometimes to understand Jesus as a lion. Let me give you four reasons to know Jesus as the lion of Judah. When it's talking about the lion of Judah, he's talking about the lordship of Jesus. Regardless of how you feel about Jesus, and no, he doesn't exist, you know, this, that, it doesn't matter what anybody, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, 9 to 11, it says, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and those in heaven and those in earth and those under the earth. That tells you there is something under the earth. Just saying. And that every tongue shall, should 
confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it means, okay, that we need to know him and know his lordship. Remember, it doesn't matter what anybody says. He's God, he's God, and he will always be God. He is Lord. When we accept, when we recognize, when you're willing to accept Jesus as Lord, your life will never be the same. And I'm going to say something. You might say, but I know him as Lord. When you know him as Lord, your life will never be the same. Never, ever. Number two, we need to, to acknowledge the Lion of Judah because of his victory. First Corinthians 15, 24, 26. We have to acknowledge the Lion of Judah because he will never lose a fight. And what does the Bible says about that? Jesus will destroy all his enemies, even Satan. Think about it. Process that. Jesus will destroy all his enemies, including Satan. Why is he trying to uh, disturb the earth, why is Satan trying to disturb the earth? Because he knows he is in borrowed time. It is not because God cannot deal with him. It's not because Jesus is saying, oh, I don't know, maybe I have to take more vitamins. No, 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 no. God is God. And Satan is just an imposter. When we know the Lion of Judah as that he's all victory, he knows that he conquered sin and death. Because the problem with sin is that it will interrupt our relationship with God. It separates us from the presence of God. Jesus conquered sin and death in our behalf. Our lion has given us victory. 
over sin and has removed the penalty of death and replaced it with hope and eternal life. If we continue seeing Jesus as someone that the enemy is winning and not Jesus, if we continue to follow the negativity that is going around and we don't see him as the lion of Judah, we will never come to know him in the intimacy. Remember, he asked us first, he wants us to know him as a husband. It is your responsibility to go and pray and say, Lord, I can't know you as a husband because I had, I've been divorced or maybe I was abused or maybe my husband used to beat me up. He knows all of that, but he can come where you are and heal those wounds from the past so you can understand and become one with him and you can see that as a husband he's coming for you and me we all have problems we all have gone through many many things but when god said to me I need them to know Jesus as the husband. It is because something is missing in us. And he, in his grace and mercy, is calling us to become one with him and to know him as a husband. Today, there is something that is missing because he's saying to us, I need you to know me as the Lion of Judah. He has removed sin and he replaced it with hope and eternal life. We can all come together and celebrate. Yes, celebrate him. Because of the victory that we have in him. We are victorious in him. So you no longer need to feel that I was abused or I was beaten or, or I was into drugs. No, the enemy wants to bring your past because he wants to stop your future. And you that are wise, you that know him, needs to know that there is a time in your life when all of this needs to stop. But it is up to you and me to say, stop. Satan, you are a liar. We need to acknowledge him 
as the lions of eternal rule. Revelation 11.15. In other words, you need to know. This is not for you to uh, say it and don't believe it. And this is something you have to put in your heart. And when you put it in your heart, you need to protect it. Because you will not be able to go through what we are going through, what is ahead. Unless you can say, he's my lions of eternal rule. It means that he will reign forever and ever and ever. He will rule forever and ever and ever. That Satan is only an imitation. He's trying to tell you and me that this is going to happen to you or that is going to happen to you or God is not going to be there for you. Jesus is, is not what you say it is. But he's a liar and a deceiver. And he comes to bring all of that to our mind because he doesn't want us to see ourselves the way that Jesus sees ourselves. For his kingdom will reign forever because that's the lion's eternal rule that you and me will win at the end because Jesus will win. He already won. You know, he already won because, okay, let's just put it this way. There are mysteries that we will never understand. And it's okay. But you need to know that he already won. That you already won. That I already won. That we are all winners because when God created us, he created us winners. Not only he's going to win at the end, and the end is whenever he feels like it. He has a plan. He has a purpose. We don't understand it, but we don't have to. But one thing is for sure. He always is a winner. Okay? Because if, if God at this time could not fix every problem in the earth and beyond, are under the water, then he will not be God. So why is he allowing things to happen? Because he chooses, he's God, and he chooses that's the way it is. But he's telling you and me that I am a winner, you are a winner, because he wins. He wins. At the end, 
all of those that has followed him with a pure heart, we will all be winners sitting at the feet of Jesus. And the next one, number three, is that he will rule for all eternity. He will reign forever. He will win. And he will rule for all eternity. And when I look at this little lion that I'm looking at, it makes me joy because when I look at this lion, I see when they were uh, with Daniel in the uh, lion's den. And Daniel was a winner. Because God closed the mouth of the lion. And that's the same thing he'll do for you. This is, God needs you to understand. This is the, you don't have no other choice but to see God this way. He is the lion of Judah. He's a winner. He already won. He's going to reign forever and for all eternity. Number four, we need to acknowledge his shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins. He needs to acknowledge the shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And you can reference later on in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. As important as it is to know God as the lion, It will not matter any anything. It will not matter anything if we if he did not become the Lamb of God. It didn't matter if he became the Lamb of God that was slain, because he paid for you and me. So as I was doing all of uh, this, uh, putting this information together and seeking God, I said, Lord, let, let me look at the characteristics. I have uh, other stuff, but let me look at, that, at the characteristic of, okay, give me a second because, I have some information for you. Uh, the characteristic of a lion. A lion is brave. And it's some of the characteristics, because I don't have all of them. And it's willing to fight. So God is calling us to a fight that is here now. I can't say it's coming ahead because it's here. So the Lord is telling us 
that we need to prepare to fight. And he wants us to be like a lion. And he wants us to take the example of him. He's who he is, the lion of Judah. So as I was talking to the Lord, I said, let me, let me see the characteristic of a person that have a, a, uh, a lion attitude. And, and, and you know, honestly, I, when I said lion attitude, the first thing that is going to come to your mind is that this is a person that is very what? Strong. Okay. But if you, God is telling you today, if you want to follow me, and if you want to be in the last day's army, this is what I need you to become. I need you to have a lion attitude. Um... Let me, let me, uh, I have some information here and I want to share because I think it's going to be, um, um, good for you to know a little bit more. One of the characteristics of a lion is that he's protective. You know that he's always protecting. Okay? And that's what God... And, and you say, but Lord, what do you want me to protect? You know what you need to protect? Your heart. You need to protect your emotions. You need to protect your mouth, what the things that come out of your mouth. You need to protect your eyes, what you see. You need to protect what you hear, your ears. Because a lion is protective. He's brave. He was natural, naturally born to be a brave animal. He was willing to fight. It doesn't matter what. He's always ready to fight. And that's what we need to be ready to fight. And a lion is a hunter. He's always looking to, to see what he can hunt. So the Lord is telling you today that this is who he wants you to be. And can I tell you something that really touched me? Um, even though they are around, around people, people know, are on other animals, they like to be alone. Think about it. You can see uh, those uh, programs on TV and you can see that he's always alone. And God is telling you, 
And I know because I'm going through that, so I know what I'm talking about. God wants us to be alone with him. Because he, he wants to talk to us. There are things that he needs to tell us. And I'm going to tell you, this is the best thing that happened to me now. It's a year or I don't know how long for me to, that I have been along with God. And I have to tell you, I know there was no way I could have done what I am doing, being around people and worrying about other people's life. That's the key. Worrying about other people's life. There was no way, no way I could have done that. So the Lord is calling us, including me, to be like a lion. And we can say a lot about a lion. And this little lion that if you're listening and if you're part of the program and you would like to receive one of these little lions, I will send it to you. You just need to send us your information at no cost to you. Because, well, as long as you are in the United States, if you are outside, I can't do it. But because this is what the Lord wants us to look at this lion and keep this lion, keep focus on us becoming like a lion. Preparing ourselves for what is ahead. I have a question for you, something for you to think about. Do you really understand what God is calling us to do with this illustration about the Lion of Judah? Do you really understand that there are things that are important to God and that you and me, that we all need to change? Are you willing to change? Are you willing to become like a lion? That no longer you are going to accept everything that is said. That you're willing to fight for those children that has been killed. Whatever your area call you, it's not that I'm telling you that this is what you have to do because every one of us needs to go to the Lord and say, what is my calling at this time? One thing that you need to know that in God never stays the same. In God, everything is changing all the time, changing, changing. And that God can call you to be like uh, me. The first time that he called me, he called me to be a 
worshiper. And he called me to be a teacher. He called me to be a pastor. He called me to be a prophet later. He called me to be an apostle. What I am saying that you are not gonna stay doing the same thing forever and ever. Is it possible? Of course it is. But God is taking us from glory to glory. Whatever the need is, that's what he's gonna ask us to do. I want you to think about all of this that you learn the same way that the Lord wanted you to uh, be a, know him as a husband. Now he's calling you to be like a lion and he wants you to concentrate in seeing him as the lion of Judah, someone that is never going to give up, someone that is bold, that is going to fight for you and me. But the time has come that now we are the one that have to fight. And he's giving us the tools and he's giving tell us, he's telling us that there is a new season. I don't have no idea what he's saying when he said a new season, but it is something that it is within my spirit that is very strong. It is a new season. And when I hear that word within my spirit, a new season, I, I feel a lot of joy. And I myself, I'm preparing for something. I don't know what it is, but I know that I am preparing for something because many things in my mind, in my life, around my life, they're not like, like I didn't, I don't see them as the way I used to see them before. So there is a joy in my heart for this new season that is coming. And God wants you to be expectant of the things that he's going to do. He already told you, listen, there is a new season. God doesn't tell you when, what it is, how, no. God is telling you, prepare for a new season. I have been preparing at least for a month. And I'm asking God, Lord, why all of these changes in my life? Because the things that, that I will not do before, I said, oh, okay, I have to do this. Okay, I have to do that. And, you know, there is always things that um, you wonder, why do I have to do this? But you need to do it. I wonder, but that's as far as I go because I'm going to do it. Later on, I'm going to wonder, but there's nothing God is going to tell me. And just because you're hearing this podcast tonight, God has made you a participant of what is coming ahead. Because this could have been just for ministry of fire. But in the grace of God, he wants you to know and prepare with an gladness in your heart. That's the word. Gladness in your heart of what is coming. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really, really good. Amen. I'm going to pray and I'm going to continue with the, um, I'm going to try to cover at least two of the anointings.
but let, let, let us just pray and give God thanks. Lord, we thank you. Even though it's not clear to us, we know that there is a new season that is coming. We don't have no idea what it is, but we receive it. We celebrate it, Father God. And Lord, we receive it with gladness in our heart. Father God, I pray that everyone that is listening will be able to celebrate you, to celebrate your spirit, to celebrate this new season, Father God, from their heart, not knowing what it is, but knowing that you are a good God and that you that have called us, you will protect us. You will see us through. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, I thank you and I thank you. And I receive not only today, but forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you praise and honor. Okay, we're going to be uh, talking for a little bit about the anointings, the different anointings. God just show you that he needs you and me to be people of power. And the power comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why it is so important. And you say, how can I increase the power of the Holy Spirit in me? As you sit in his presence without saying anything, when we come into his presence, he doesn't want you to tell him anything. He knows everything. He just wants you to come and fellowship with him. You can say how much you love him. You can say things that, that if you are sitting, if, you if you're sitting before your boyfriend or girlfriend, and this is a new relationship and it is from God and all of that. Think about what would you say to him? I love you. I like to see where this relationship is going to take us to. Those are the things that you need to tell Almighty God, the Lion of Judah. So that can increase as you obey God. Okay, because it will never increase if God is telling you to do something and you don't do it. Never, because you're in disobedience. So, the, uh, this is number four. This is number four. It is a power, supernatural power that God is going to give us. It is what is called strengthening power. In other words, it's a new supernatural empowerment to make those that are weak strong. You know, I want you to see it like you remember Hulk. That is the kind of power that even though he was a normal person, but when that power came on him, he became the incredible hawk. Okay? So that's what he's going to do with us. Because honestly speaking, 
you will never, or me, we will never accomplish anything unless God releases that supernatural power in us. In other words, when this anointing comes on you, it will make that individual change from being a weak person to a strong one. Someone that God might use for his kingdom. Remember, without the Holy Spirit, we cannot do much. So one of the things that the Lord is telling us, and, and through the Lion of Judah, it is that he wants to change us. When that power, that strength comes upon us, supernatural strength, we will be able to do so many things for the Lord. You'll be, if you are put in prison, I want you to see this. If you are put in prison because of that supernatural power, supernatural strength power that you have, you can break the prison's doors and you can set the captives free. Think about it. How important is that in the last day? Very important. The Bible says in um, Isaiah 49, 11, that when the Lord endured with this power of the last day, okay, um, we will even command low-lying valleys to be raised up for them to walk across safely. And you must be saying, are you kidding? Isaiah 49, 11 says, I will make each of my mountains a road and my highways shall be elevated. And the Lord is telling us tonight that we are part of that. We are the one that will be commanding the valleys to rise up and become level grounds so that God's people can walk safely across. And God is talking to you and me today. This is not a science fiction. This is real. It's going to happen. Why? Because of this supernatural strength and power that God is going to give us. Let me give you uh, some scriptures for you to uh, read and study. Um, Psalm 78, 24 to 25, angels food manna. Uh, 1 Kings 19, 5 and 8. 
The prophet Elijah ate angel's food, and he was strengthened to walk day and night continuously for 40 days. And Psalm 78, 24, 25, it says, angels food manna, the uh, Israelites were supernatural strengthened so that none were feeble for a period of, not a month, but 40 years. Let's just go to miracle number five. Is the creative miracles. Creative miracles. There are three kinds of creative miracles that are needed in these last days. The multiplication of food. Okay, because we might find ourselves with a loaf of bread and we have 50 people that we need to feed. So that's going to be the multiplication of food. And you can read about in Revelation 13, 17. What are you going to do when you have 50 people and you only have a loaf of bread? You better pray. And I'm going to give you some examples in the Bible where the food was multiplied. The prophet Elijah multiplied the widow of Seraphat, the flour and oil. The prophet Elijah multiplied oil for the prophet's widow so he could pay off her debt. So she could pay off her debt. The prophet Elijah multiplied 20 loaves of bread to feed 100 sons of the prophet. The Lord Jesus multiplied food twice, once to feed 5,000 men. And this is perhaps 20,000 people in total. Another miracle that is going to be in us, we'll be able to command food to come forth. And this is an anointing that we will command the heavens to open up and send us food. We will command the heaven to send us food. Okay. Um, I don't think, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me let me share a couple of samples. I'm trying to go quickly because we don't have uh, we only have five minutes. Um, uh, let me let me give you some exa uh, examples. The prophet Moses worked a miracle by converting the bitter waters of Mara into sweet tasting, refreshing waters. Exodus 15, 22, 25. I want you to go back and study and believe that this is going to happen to us. The prophet Elisha worked a miracle by converting bad water that was causing women and animals to have miscarriages into good and productive water. Number three, the prophet Elisha worked a miracle by converting poison food into good tasting edible food during the time of famine. And that's 2 Kings 
You and me will be able to touch the water and command the waters to turn from bitter into sweet, just as the prophet Moses did. The composition of the waters will be changed on a molecular level, you know, and that is God. Number three, healing and creative and restorative miracles. And you know about this. The limbs of the people will grow. They will be healed. Legs will grow. Everything is going to change in the people because their life are, is going to be restored by us believing what God says. Creative miracles. Where are those creative miracles? Well, just remember uh, when a piece of wood was transformed in a cobra. Remember what water was changed into blood. Dust changed into lies. Bitter water was changed into sweet and refreshing drinking water. And water was transformed into wine. And those are the miracles that the anointings that God is going to give us. And God wants to give us that because we need to testify. We need to testify. We need to be an example. It is not for you to say, oh, look what I can do. No, that will be a sin. It is for us to be a testimony, for us to be a representation of who Jesus is. Because our goal during all of this time, it is to become more like him. And now there are two things that I want you to remember as we finish and as we pray. It is that the Lord shared with us about covenant. And what he said at that time, it is that everything in this world and in heaven is make out of a covenant, everything. And at the beginning, we didn't know. Then he said, I want to tell them, I want them to know me as a husband. And we are learning and we're in this process of learning that he's our husband and that he's coming for his bride. And now he's telling us, please tell them I need them to know me as the Lion of Judah. And everything has to do with the lion itself, the characteristic of a lion and what it means for him to be the lion of Judah. And it was for the Jewish, but we are part of them. So God is preparing and equipping us. I pray that you will go home and that you study and that you look for more information and that your life will be totally transformed. This is the reason that we do this podcast because we want your life transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, our time is up. I declare and decree over all of you that you will have an awesome week full of blessings, peace, 
joy. Until we meet again next Friday, remember, you need to know him as your husband and you need to know him as the Lion of Judah. We have to become like a lion. To God be all glory. Thank you, Father God, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for allowing us to share. And we know today we declare that we will never be the same, that we are going and living now, but your presence is going with us wherever we are. In Jesus' name, be blessed, be blessed, and be blessed. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers, of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of weakness in heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Therefore having girded your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Put on the whole armor of God. Yes, Put on the whole armor of God. <laughs>